Bakhtiar, and welcome to an almost instant reaction episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, because we are talking about the Oscars. As Lily reminded me the other day, we are, in fact, a movie podcast, and even <laughs> if it liter- isn't... Jai literally was like, oh, no, I'm not doing, I'm not talking about that. And I was like, but it's about movies, and that's <laughs> what we do. He's like, oh, really? Oh, I guess. And I was like, all, all I can say I think is this goodness. year of all years, I think we really do need to say something. Because I've been getting more and more bored with award shows and things like that. Right, but thank which is goodness. fair. because All I can stupid. say is, thank goodness... Because I was thinking of her, Cadenard Raymond, one of our favorite returning guests, texted texted us like an angel from heaven and essentially said, Cormans, I am here for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. So, but before we get into the controversies of the night, I think one of the important things to do is to reflect on a lot of good that we saw in this year's awards. And and I think in a year where I couldn't have cared less going into the awards i found myself super pleased with a lot of the winners and mm-hmm. and and pleased that i had gone to see movies that that ended up a lot of them ended up being worth it because i mean worth worth the time because they ended up winning and my emotional investment in them was really good um i will leave the dune stuff to becky but i want to say thank you to becky because going to see dune was a thing that we did together and was something that was spurred by her and vlad and it, I was quite invested in Dune winning and I didn't think they were going to win anything. So I was really happy about that. But I want to start uh, really with Quest Love winning for The Summer of Soul. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest musicians of our time, greatest band leaders, greatest drummers. Uh, He's from Philly. Like everything about Quest Love is just incredible. The, the, The arc of that career and to have him win an Oscar... It just made me so just so happy. Agree. Yeah. It was a beautiful moment. I think, um, you know, Summer of Soul might have been like the first movie I saw in theaters. Oh, um, really? That I felt comfortable seeing like in the pandemic. And the theater was empty. It was just me and Doug. And we sat in the theater afterwards until like two o'clock in the morning. Oh. Um, just, just talk. Cause Doug's a musician too. Right. So he's talking about like what the documentary sort of went over and all those great acts, but also um, similar to what quest said in his acceptance speech, just the marginalization um, that happens with our art and our moments and, and how like we find a way, but even when we find a way, like, these tapes or these decks or whatever they were, were like on the cutting room floor for like how many years. So um, like shy, it was just, it was a beautiful moment to see for both for quest love and then for everything that's sort of implicated in that documentary. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. Um, for him personally. And then to see the documentary get honored like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. And I love <clears throat> a good music doc. Um, and so I don't feel and, like they and, often win Oscars. The, so uh, they, well standing in the shadows of motown i think probably i think did but, but like in the scheme of things it's not what, what i love about a music documentary is when it covers ground that people haven't really looked at and that's what this does so i i think this is this is amazing it, it means you, you can come to it and enjoy it whether you're a music fan or not and i think that's what's 
I just love, I love that that won. Um, let me kick it over to Becky. Becky, you were very invested in some of these Oscars, weren't I, you? I mean, I was. Well, first I want to give a shout out to my former boss and colleague, oh, former boss and colleagues and mentors. I want to mentor. I want to give a shout out to uh, John Shank and Saren Marshall, who were nominated for their film, um, along with Pedro Cross, who co-directed with John. They were nominated for their short doc, um, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that I'm, I'm sorry, I'm literally blanking on, on the name. Was it Lead Me Home? Lead, lead Me Home. I was like, away from home. um lead me home um but they they didn't win but they were nominated and that's still really meaningful and special and wonderful and I'm really proud of them and proud of that team and uh excited for them um got some fun texts from Saren about the night as well so it's always fun to have a friend on the inside (laughs) for an epic night um and then yeah my other big investment was as we talked about Dune and like how excited I was for that movie how excited I was watching that movie and seeing it just get so many of the uh seeing it win so many awards that highlight the craftsmanship that went into that was really uh was really fun cool what about you lil was there were there any awards that you were into um yeah i, I think i was really excited well i was really excited for will smith to win. i was hoping he was going to win so again, and, we'll and by the way, me too. Second, yeah. I I loved yeah. that movie. You and like, I, I haven't loved a movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I haven't loved a movie like that in a really long time. Where and, and the movie ended, and I wanted to see more, and, and I, I was like, oh, it, it's only it, two and a half hours. Like, where's I want the rest of the story? And even I though I know a lot of the like, story, loving yeah. that movie was so much about his performance right like the reason you're hanging on every scene is because he's he's amazing in the role i I would say it wouldn't work if he wasn't amazing he's amazing but the and he's a fundamental part of that but the whole i think the whole film is great and then his sort of like the the center of this energy in the film that that is really really I just think it's re- it was really good storytelling. The acting was amazing, but it, it, yeah, I guess yeah, I guess he he is the fundamental part. But the whole film is great, and the the women in the film are amazing too. And his co-star, whose name I can't remember because I'm terrible you? names. Yes, thank you. Was also nominated. I thought she was fantastic. I'm, I'm sad that she didn't win. Um, but so I was really excited that that he was getting recognized and the film was getting recognized because I was like, I assume nobody would be nominated for this movie. I just was like, oh, no one's gonna, it's this, the Williams sisters. No one's going to pay attention to a tennis movie. Um, so I was excited that that was getting such so much attention. And I was really hoping that somebody from CODA would be nominated. Marley Matlin and Troy Kotzer. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I'm terrible. Again, terrible names. Kotzer? Sure. I don't, sure. I don't know how to pronounce it, but let's... Kotzer, right. and um, when he was nominated, I guess, for the Golden Globe, or he won the Golden Globe or something, he won another award. I was like, oh, maybe there's a chance. I think she also could have been nominated. She was fantastic. And then seeing him won... I didn't need it to win Best Picture or anything. That's fine that it did, but seeing him won, uh, win for that just like made me so happy. Such a deserved award. Like, he's so good in that movie. Um, and it's a really, really beautiful movie. So yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty happy. So then, I mean, when you, when you hear 
how we've talked about all of these different films, I think one of the main takeaways for me is that diversity and inclusion really showed up in an authentic way. It wasn't about like, the oh, token we have to know yeah, it, it wasn't like who is the host and like right. are you going to talk about these themes and are you going to force this issue it was just like these are the films they resonated in different ways um I wasn't expecting Coda to move me the way that it did I actually have a brother who's deaf my my younger brother he's hearing impaired oh, wow. and his like his his like presence in our lives because he's hearing impaired, he's not a hundred percent deaf. And the fact that my immigrant parents weren't sensitive in the way that parents are now to like raising kids, they just raised him as a fully abled kid. They did mm -hmm. not, they did not like care for the part of him that's hearing impaired, the part of him that maybe can't communicate as well and can't hear as well. And it's only in adulthood and in all of the conversations around inclusion and ability and all of these things that I've become more sensitive to like what his life might've been like. And so, yeah, to go back to Coda, I was just like, uh, I, I remember hearing an interview on NPR as they sort of did their rounds to promote the film. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll go check it out. But seeing it win, even, even though like some critics were kind of like, oh, I don't know about best picture. Um, it's, it's a statement. And I think it's one of the, the most sincere ways to say like you belong. Um, so I just, I was really happy with the slate. Like overall, I, I feel like it was a good story and I don't want to jump the gun, but essentially that I feel was overshadowed because of the spectacle of, of Sunday. So I'm like, like Kit and Art said, I, I'm glad we started with talking about these other great stories because there was a moment that overshadowed things. And I actually didn't watch the Oscars live. I took the kids with Allie and Becky and Becky's husband to go see Rent, which by the way, I recommend everyone do that instead of watch the Oscars ever. You know what? 20, how many years later? 25 years later? The show's still amazing. Still awesome. Still the best night. Had where Where is it? Is it National Theater? So At much National fun Theater. still. Okay. I mean, listen, the rule. I mean, we're not going to get into Rent. Yeah, let's let's, let's okay. review Rent twenty five years later. <laughs> Becky also. Still, still I don't have a lot of time because Allie has to watch my kids. I will not. Oh, I have, a song I have by as song review much of Rent. time as she will give me. I've okay. got all the time in the world. Let's just keep going. Let's keep going. So. We went to see Rent, which I recommend doing instead of watching Oscars ever, because it's always it's always going to be good. And then we came back and we were catching the end. And I saw actually I saw my first the first tweet I saw related to this was Esther Kostanowicz of the Bagel Report, one of our fellow podcasters. And she retweeted one of the videos without any commentary, just like one of the videos. And I watched the, the Japanese feed <laughs> of Will Smith and. Uh, Chris Rock and I was bewildered. I was I was physically like confused and then concerned and and for a second I said, "Is this a bit?" But but it couldn't be if you, like it couldn't have been if you're if you're if you watched the the and then I, I didn't have a judgment in that moment as the entire world rushed to judgment, but on a very gut level, I felt like there was more going on here then both between them both contextually in the world then i was qualified to 
dig in and comment on. And uh, I was very, I was thinking of Kate Nard because Kate Nard is often someone I go to to help under, help me understand the world, particularly if something is happening in the black community. And 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 actually, like I wasn't even sure is this is this a black that, community? I think that's a moment? good. Pl- I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, is I, it? and 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 but on an instinctive level, before I said anything. I'm like, oh, I need to know what Kate Nard thinks because there is there's a lot happening. Right. There's stuff with a good point. women, which which really that was I was thinking where my heart started was with the way women are treated and and talked about in any community. Then there was and and health, like and, someone and, who has a a health and, issue too. Women and, health, um, right? When we and, talk about diverse women's and women's equity health and inclusion and that has to do all you know people's illnesses and and chronic illnesses like that is also part of the conversation and um and and so i as i as i was processing this i wanted to go i, I wanted to I, and and i wanted to go and speak to kate and and before we knew it in the morning when we woke up we had this text message saying hey Cormans, i'm here for you so so with that Back to my initial thinking of, of 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 processing the element that has to do with women, and then also this question of is this a black community issue? It's like everyone watches on stage, but is this an internal community issue with which you know I should stay out of? I, I come to Cadenard um, uh, to, to help us understand important. those. Th- let's start there as our threads. I, I really we're always so grateful for your insights. Uh, thank you so much. I love y'all. Y'all know that. And, um, it's, it's interesting because when I saw the incident and then had all of my friends in the WhatsApp chats commenting, and then people stating their opinions, I knew that unequivocally, I didn't want to weigh in, but to your question, is this a black community issue? Yes. And that is why I reached out to y'all and was just like, I am available and willing to talk about it because um, I think we've discussed this at length in our last conversation and just in general, Facebook and social media have just not become a conducive place for like dialogue and for like true understanding. Um, but when you can talk to people one-on-one and sort of let them know, Hey, if you, if you have an opinion and you'd like to share, you want to develop your thoughts, um, I'm willing, um, that has been really therapeutic for me, which is why I reached out to y'all. So thank you for like giving me this space and just always, just always being great about it. Um, so yes, it's a black issue. Why? Because I would say the immediate reaction of myself and a lot of people I know is, quote unquote, this just set the black community back X number right. of years or something like that. Like before right. we thought about right. data, before we right. thought about if it was real, before we thought about anything else, we were just like, how right. is this going to make us look? Which mm-hmm. I'm not proud of. And I don't necessarily buy into the idea that everything that we do is measured against like the white gaze, but it's the truth. It's how we've been conditioned. And so that's why I would say, this immediately became a black community issue because we all started talking about how this looks to us and how this looks in terms of and when what you we say discussed you're, earlier. When you say you're not proud, you'd be not proud of having that be your first thought. Yeah. Again, having everything that we do sort of stack up to, well, what will white what people is, think right. of us now? And and where does this affect us in terms of right. 
society, economics, justice, like that's silly and that's unfair, but um, that was the first thought. Mm -hmm. And then the second thought I had, which I started to talk about with Shai a little bit, was just this idea of toxic masculinity and how I think it exists, it's pervasive, but I also think that Black men and the Black community have internalized and normalized toxic masculinity in this idea that this is what defense of a woman looks like. Um, I didn't need any think pieces and I didn't need any time to think that this was wrong. As soon as I saw it, whether it was real or not, I was like, this is disgusting. Um, There are so many reasons why, you know, Will Smith should have practiced restraint. And there are so many reasons why this took away from his win, took away from the Oscars, took away from like our conversations about women's agency, all of those things. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think what bothers me the most is that people that have taken up for him and people that have, you know, sort of equated this to like him loving Jada and all of all of the crazy these things you do for love, as you yeah, say. Yeah, that, that, that people that I have respected their opinions on other things have been saying publicly. And I'm just like, you you have to be kidding me. And this this is a poor reflection of you. This is a poor reflection of how we talk about love. This is a poor reflection of, you know, all so many things. So those are my initial reactions. Do, um, do you think so? What's what's interesting to me um and I and I I feel for you, I can't walk in your shoes on this, but I think we all feel for you on the burden of when something happens for your community. It's like, kind of like the Tinder swindler, a little the bit. Tinder Not the swindler, exact, but the Tinder like, swindler, I'm like Bernie, Bernie Madoff. Madoff. Fucking Bernie yeah. Madoff. I fight one more person tell me, oh, that guy was Jewish. I'm like, we we know he was Jewish. Mm-hmm. We know um, everybody now, knows. Let's be clear. That's not not the the same. It's not the same as Will Smith, but that stress that you feel Mm -hmm. of like of someone in your community, Mm -hmm. of someone in your community doing something, and then this becoming a conversation about your your whole community. So this is like a it's a duality question here. Is how do you feel about the fact that folks are sensitive and like? would like, you know, in some ways, like would like to know what the black community thinks about this and give the black community space to have voices on this, which is, I think, maybe different than other eras of 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 society versus a time where people wouldn't have made it a black white issue and would have maybe gone after Will Smith and not even acknowledged the racial pieces of it that would be going on in in the conversation. I would say there are a ton of resources out there now that there didn't used to be in terms of articles and in terms of like Twitter lists and and just all of these things, podcasts that can give you a glimpse into how the black community or the black woman community or whatever is reacting and sort of digesting an issue. Um, This, while like I said, this initially sort of embarrassed me and we all sort of had that that first thought. Um, I'm, I'm not so like saddened by this issue. I'm not like lamenting this and I'm not thinking this is going to have a really long-term like lasting effect on the black community. I'm just, I, I'm embarrassed and I'm just kind of like upset that it happened. Um, 
I think that Will Smith will bounce back. I do think that like the conversations that we have maybe will benefit from them. Um, I, I have no reason to think like this is like one of those stains on the community. It's, it's, it's just a part of this dialogue that we need to have about what exists in our community and what, what are the things that we're overcoming? Um, so yeah, aside from that initial reaction, like this is, this is not one of those things where I'm like worried about what it's, it's going to do. It's just, it is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, Seeing how, you know, looking at the the it unfolding and then seeing now the aftermath of like every talk show host is doing their jokes about it and and i've been thinking to myself the the fallout could have been chris rock made a joke about jada's health condition you know imagine will smith doesn't react and then the fallout is criticize having a very different conversation about what it means to use somebody's health autoimmune autoimmune immune disease against or autoimmune disease public you know, as a as a butt of a joke and that could have been a very important interesting conversation that we could be having now and that and then begin but instead we we have to have this other conversation about violence about how this affects the black community about mm-hmm. you know you saw like all these other things and I, right and I right even like- if he were to st- have stood up and said something Mm-hmm. like about her health or like you know which, this is inappropriate is or something which is but, and you're right I, I also want to be fair and not be self-righteous about this in the moment anybody can everybody processes things differently everybody behaves differently um I can't say that if I were Will Smith I would have calmly come up with React. an argument um, <laughs> that well, I would have then right. stated eloquently right. during my right. acceptance speech and then right. gone afterwards and educated everybody and, and, about alopecia. And to Shai's point, we don't know what else was going on with right. him right. and her right. and the back, like the context, really, the greater really context for a, them. It's Re- yeah. not a calibrated reaction. So you have to right. imagine there are right. many and, he, and he's not known for behaving this way. So obviously something yeah, was going so there was, on. There was a lot there, but, but still my, I'm unequivocally like in my conviction about you need to have restraint and you can't just go up and hit people like violence isn't okay. I don't care what color you are. I don't, I don't care what the joke is. Um, There have been worse jokes told. You cannot just go up and like physically assault somebody. Um, And then I guess the, the bigger issue for me now is from that act the conversation around what the defense of Black women looks like, which is probably the the bigger takeaway for me. And as I mentioned to Shai, we had a beautiful example of defending and supporting a Black woman with Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson during Mm -hmm. her hearing. Uh, Cory Booker, you know, say what you will about him. He used his time. Mm-hmm. to speak into her, to pour into her, to support her, to give her a boost when she's getting all this sort of misogynistic, yeah. um, like racist, you know, line of questioning. Mm-hmm. And then her wonderful husband who is behind her is sort of like a silent rock, getting her coffee, getting her water, just being there, you know, like showing his emotions and being vulnerable with her. That's how you defend women. Like that's how you support women. And I don't know what Jada is thinking, Um, but I do know that when you are in the spotlight like that, whether you like it or not, 
you're constantly setting an example. And I can say that based on how they live their lives, how they live their truth, the fact that she has the Red Table talk show, what she says about raising her children, she recognizes and she accepts the responsibility she has to the community. And so if you all take that mantle, you do films like Pursuit of Happiness and you do films like King Richard and then, you know, in your acceptance speech, you say all these things that you want to do and you want to be. You also have to take responsibility for the fact that you can't act like that and you can't pretend like that was an example of you defending Black women, which is why I think so promptly, maybe not promptly, he apologized. And he said, like, violence is not okay because that shit isn't okay. And too many people in the Black community or in the community otherwise were trying to say that, oh, yeah, I want my man to do this for me or this is, you know, this is what you do for your loved ones. No, absolutely not. I I, I think... So I I think, you know, the question of his apology taking some time, I'm really glad that he apologized. And that's like the very human side. Like there's another level where I just boiled this down to someone who his family was insulted. He flew off the handle and is, I'm sure, I hope, terribly embarrassed and but needed some time to process how he was going to apologize so i i i I give him the day or two right like in fact if he like did a a a phony a a phony apology that was like right away for the publicists that might have been you know less believable right like if you're willing to go up and knock someone out on stage um like one of the most watched events where you are potentially where you are being honored i mean it's it's really bizarre. Uh, um, so the question I have then is: seven let's years turn, old. Let, let's turn like, to Chris Rock. I just Rock. can't get my. He's fifty-seven. Look, I have a question. Okay, we have, we we are all adults who have like seen other adults older than Will Smith lose tempers. I'm not excusing him. I agree with Kate and Nard. Like y- yes. you can't do that, and as a role model, you shouldn't. Um, but like, there's a human part of all of this. So I want to go to the human that is Chris Rock here, because we haven't talked really about him. And I, at this point, he, I don't know if he's put out a statement. Someone put out a no. fake statement uh, no, about him, which hasn't. of course the lazy media, not the real media, but like the lazy, like, you know, bloggy media was passing around. Um, we totally unrelated to this have tickets to like for months, Becky and I have had tickets to see Chris Rock at the dark constitution hall because like, he's one of my all time favorite stand-up comedians. And I mean, I love him since I was a little kid since he was on SNL. Right. Um, and, uh, um, and I heard, I don't know for sure, but apparently like his shows are selling out now. Yeah. Uh, they're the tickets, ticket sales have just like gone through yeah, the roof. We have really good. Like, we have really good floor seats. We, we got our we have really good floor seats. Um, so the, so I have two questions. One is, well, what do we think about Chris Rock and all of this? He and... can take a punch. Like, my God. Whoa. I am. <laughs> That's so... pretty much everyone's also, reaction. He, is he deserves the Oscar. How composed was he? Like I, I would have just cried. He, he did not. I I he didn't I, I have a this, beat. Like I give him a lot of credit. I feel like he was just stunned. I feel yeah. like he was totally. But I give him a, a lot of credit for just an out of body experience. Uh, which I, yeah. I have. So I have two theories. One is, I think. Uh, first of all, I, I'll you know we'll never know if it was premeditated, but I think Chris Rock had no idea what Will Smith was doing, and so he no. laughed when he saw him. I think he and laughed because he think I I think exactly he was laughing in his face, and yeah, I think and, he thought that like oh he's gonna come up and do a bit with me and like right, get me right, on right. Page yeah. or like give me a hard time. 
I, I can't. He. I don't think he imagined it uh, um, ever. But but the other thing is, like, stand-up comedians, you know, are harsh. When he was the host of the Oscars, he went after Jada that last time. Now it was a different type of joke, and it was more self-deprecating to himself as well. But like. He is not even half as vicious as Ricky Gervais, who did the Golden Globes. Oh my, oh my God. God. The and, stuff that yeah. he says is like so deeply offensive, what Ricky Gervais says. Oh, Ricky he Gervais says, says horrible things to people. So, so I think in the Oscars, like, I, you know, I don't know for sure, but like in the Oscars' desire to have an exciting show, didn't seem like they did a lot of directing of the comics it seems like they got the, like it seemed like a show that was generally not under control um and 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 he was in a on a certain level like i'm not excusing his joke i think his joke was tasteless and and the market should decide that and be like gross you shouldn't do that and and lecture him for it but i also think that comedians like this is part of their job their job is to go up and they shock people and they razz people that they see as you know quote unquote powerful and while jada may not be i think the smith family is like a target for chris rock because of their because of their power in hollywood vis-a-vis -vis him mm -hmm. right like, yeah but but it was a cheap move to go after jada and not will right because that's really about it's really I about agree. getting to will right um but uh, so so on one level like i i, I I'm, I'm analyzing it though for him going up and doing his job he's delivering on the promise of what happens when you put chris rock up on the stage in front of all those people he's coming mm -hmm. out to go out and probably insult someone in the audience. Um, and I, I, again, I think on a certain level, maybe he was trying to get away with, you know, like almost like, like, like it was a, cheap I think he thought it was a softball. Yeah. I think he yeah. thought it was a, a, it was a lob that he, he got to make a joke about the Smith family and move on and ha ha. And he's funny because first of all, Will laughs. Will's like going along with it. He doesn't realize like maybe yeah. how upset she is. And Chris Rock, his reaction is, oh, come on, guys. Like, that's not so bad. Like, it could be so much worse. And I, something in there, in that very quick in-between happened. There was a moment I, there. Yeah, I'm so I, when I heard that Will's, um, like his initial reaction to things is to laugh whether or not he has processed what's happening. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. if he found it funny. Yeah. And then he probably, two, I'm sure he didn't, but was in yeah. that nervous laughter. You're on television, your face is on the screen. Two, it was, it was in poor taste. Um, definitely unfair because it's an autoimmune disease. She didn't choose it. Um, you know, she's not really, uh, I don't know. I actually, I might be, like a total traitor and like just being unfair to the the deeper thread but i didn't think it was that bad like it, it it's it, he said gi jane like it's it's not it's not an attack on like the condition it's it's just i think the sensitivity of jada her relationship with will the fact yeah. that he had gone after her previously, like Shai said, and all of those things wrapped up into one, I can see how the, the fact of the alopecia and like the condition can be a lightning rod. 
but for me it it does not warrant such a reaction and it does not warrant violence i just right i'm, I'm finding it hard right. to connect it to can i pull back to, to to something you said before about other people's reactions because like shy said like okay i needed to take a minute you said you needed to take a minute right you're like i'm not going to just get my opinion on this right away like what is happening in this situation and i just think it's really interesting and i don't know if becky and shy you've seen this too watching the different people react and make statements like write out statements put them on instagram and people who i from following their very self-righteous accounts or very you know <laughs> activisty accounts expected to to bring up the agency of women like what mm -hmm. about like what makes you think that jada a can't defend herself or b you offering to get her a coffee or a glass of water is not the right way to support her right, or like right. get her some slippers because she's wearing those high heels like let her like she, you keep completely took away her agency and all these you know the uh there's so many interesting things to talk about and yet i i've been surprised to see some people be like two things can be right at the same time not okay to slap someone yes okay to defend someone mm, and and yeah. and and i've just been like wait what but you're supposed to be totally against this but now just like will smith like is he owe you a job or something I don't know. <laughs> like are you like getting a like a role on his next move like i just find it very interesting the way it's like the people who've kind of defended him I don't know. It's like and a little I, bit Hollywoody these reactions. It, but, but also it's it's helpful, right? Because it gives you a sense of or, where right, people or people are, don't see right, don't see stand. it. I right. think that I've gotten a glimpse into people's traumas, how people were raised, what people believe, simply in their right. reaction to this. And it could be right. as, as simple as 140 characters in a tweet. But I'm looking at a lot of people differently. Like, wow, I wonder like how you approach your relationships. I wonder how you right. how you love yourself. Like, what what are you telling your children? So, this has been very revealing. It, it, I, it I has think, been. Really I think also, I saw the thing I've really also seen is a lot of people deleting their initial tweets. Uh. <laughs> a lot of people like people. I like. Like this conversation is a this this is an opportunity to have a really interesting conversation, and I want to talk in general broadly about women in a moment. But like instead, like everyone had to put their quippy quip out and yeah. their one line out and their decision out, and then suddenly abuse is wrong and rewriting their defending tweet. women is right. Like and, damn right he should defend his, and you're just uh, like just take a minute, just a minute. But then, but then I I, th I think like everyone should have taken a deep breath, maybe processed it a little bit. Um, my my, I'll tell you what I'm doing. What I'm doing is I'm saying, you know what? Let's see what Chris Rock, Will Smith, the Academy, and Jada. Let, let's see what they work out and how they feel about it. Mm -hmm. And then we'll see I, if I have an opinion. But right now, I don't feel like I, I have a, like, I, I want to see. I will say if there's one group that I think has no leg to stand on yeah, is the Academy. the Academy. I think they should stay completely <laughs> right. out of this. Yeah. I don't know. It was their event, so they're liable. I guess they're, I no, guess they're liable. They're, I mean, they, I will they, say what's going on with the security like, in that's that what event. I'm saying, that they're liable. Yeah. They, they do have it. Like, let's see what those. How easy are. is it to run on one of those yeah. stages? And I'll take my, my beat. And, and even then I still don't think I'll. Really you know, what's interesting too, is that the producer this year was Will Packer, a black man. Um, and I don't know how he's feeling at the end of all this, but I, I do think the, even if you're not talking about liability, um, if you're talking about like examining 
how we have comedians host the show. Um, you know, when do we pause? Like, under what circumstances should we just say, like, let's just, you know, right. give the awards out? Something. Yeah, we there there it, do need to be conversations around. Right. That and I was saying that. that to Shy. I was like, why does this have to be a roast? Why can't we just honor the people well, that should be honored and give out the awards? And like, why do I need? Why do we need to start like making fun of everyone? I have? And Shy was like, well, it's not Yom Kippur. Like, it's an award show he's like that's why he's like as people actually like they want to try to get people to actually watch this thing then i was like oh yeah i guess and this is sounds terrible and crass and i don't know what the producer's thinking but somebody's standing there going oh my god thank god somebody's talking about the oscars like for the first time in years but what? like somebody's standing around going wow this is amazing like this is making money for someone yeah, it, it like, is. This is good news for for somebody wow, in in always. the production but, world. But, always, but if they want, you know, if they wanted to be, they they also they get so suckered because, like, th- to your point about comedians, right? Like, I remember growing up. So you had the famous Billy Crystal one, right? Everyone always rings back to the Billy Crystal one because he pokes gentle fun, but really, it was like this, like Tammy, old it's not Hollywood, a roast. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. You, ha- I don't remember Whoopi's, but I rem- I like the jokes, but I remember Whoopi was so like dignified. I remember her gown and I remember when she hosted, right? Uh, and I always remember they were like, but they were the, the three comic relief people, right? Was was the comic relief was uh, Whoopi, Billy Crystal and Robin Williams. Everyone was like, we can't have Robin Williams. He's too erratic. We don't know what'll happen. He could say something R-rated. Um, if they're so afraid of of those types of things, then like, fine, roll out Hugh Jackman, have him do some song and dance, get yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. Like there are, ha- I'd love to see Lady Gaga host the Oscars. She doesn't have to be funny the whole time, right? Yeah. Like, you know. She got a bunch of words and 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 I think that they're, you know, what you'll, what Nicole you'll Byer. get. That's who I'd like to see host the Oscars. Oh, oh she'd be her. so good. Who? Well, Nicole Byer. Byer. That would definitely. Oh be yeah. I don't think she knows how. I mean, I I just I can't imagine her. Be so her. she would like. I could just see her like not knowing people's names. It'd be so. Tignataro and Nicole Byer together. Together hosting the Oscars. Let's let's start a campaign. So I'm just saying there are ways. They literally would. Well, because the thing is that they're still trying to get ratings they're still trying to get somebody to watch this thing so they 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 are i think they're trying to have like like why is chris rock even giving out the award for documentary mm-hmm. why? yeah because he wasn't the host he was just a yeah, like he was just a, just a presenter for one award oh, oh he's yeah. got a tour coming up mm-hmm. what, is, what, what is he doing besides his tour why is he even in this Right. And so I think it's it's this weird algorithm that they try to do to try to figure out who can I get to watch when at what part, you know, Questlove is in the category. There's got to be a connection there. I think but again, so before, kind of falsified. I, I actually don't believe in. I, I don't want it to seem like. The problem is. Chris Rock and the joke and like the no the no I don't, yeah at award shows no because no, no. I I do think that there are more artful and better ways to do it but 
that's not the issue for me. That's not the like problem. I, said, I don't even think his joke was that bad compared right. to other jokes that have been delivered. Right. But but right. it does bring but you to the, it brings, not, I think it, what we right. It does bring, lead us to the question of like, what are these shows even about? Who should host them? It's not something like this is not about a single moment, a single joke. There's obviously a history and layers to these sorts of eruptions or reactions, you know? So uh, yeah, and now what is the implication for because who said it? I think it was Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Or somebody else who was like, Well, what about like now does this embolden others to like run up and slap people if they get roasted at a show or it's very interesting know, that it was copycats. It's very interesting that it was Kathy Griffin who who did the beheaded Donald Trump thing, right? right. And yeah. was like I'm her sure career was her share of death threats and so destroyed. You know. yeah. Um so so I want to talk about women though for a second. I want to zoom out from Chris Rock and 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 whether or not that comment was um uh negative, you know, like was was like was a five or a ten on the inappropriate scale. And but I do want to touch on a theme that Lily and Becky and I have been exploring as we've explored the history of uh the Jewish community's um representation of itself and women in in pop culture. And there was also a thread that really hit me, which was like the use of women as the butt of the joke to raise yourself up. Um, uh, because one thing that we've been exploring in our own community is that one of the ways in which like the old, and, 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 I, and I'm not saying that it can be undone or should be undone right now. I'm just saying it should be corrected going forward. But one of the like ways in which Jewish comedians, male Jewish comedians became accepted in mainstream American society was like all the jokes about their moms and their wives mm-hmm. and, 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 and emboldening and, 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 and filling up that, um, that tro- those tropes. And it, which and then sometimes subsequently has been damaging to the representation role of Jewish women yeah. in and, 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 and I ima- and, and I imagine or or I, you know I I imagine maybe there's a thread of this across all of comedy because when Ali and I were in South by Southwest we saw a few comedians and one of them he his shtick was like. I couldn't believe he was still like this shtick was still a thing where he basically like complains about his wife. And he was a young guy. He's like younger than us. Mm. He was like complaining about his wife. And then every once in a while, he said something bad about himself. Then he complained about his wife some more. And it just seems so out of place now. But then I was like, well, is that just like this tool that has happened for for men versus women in comedy for a long time? Like, let's say you buy my premise that, you know, uh, Chris Rock is kind of punching at will's power and he's going through jada to do it like it like is is that all kind of is there is there a merit to saying there's something here about going after women as a tool for raising yourself that that also needs to be talked about i, I think in this case you could look at it both ways because yeah. you know i don't i mean i don't i'll let ken and go first yeah i i agree i do think it was it was easier to go after Jada, although, like, again, I don't think that landed that many laughs. Like, there's so much material you can use. It, with it didn't land that many laughs. Yeah, and... Um, it wasn't a great so, joke. Well, yeah, the, the market decided on that joke. It was like, Yeah, what? it was just... Uh, like, okay, um, <laughs> Also, like, G.I. Jane, like, that's so old. Like, no one Yeah, like, who, like, that exactly. And I also just want to point out that he's... 
is he's comparing her. He's saying, oh, G.I. Jane, too. He's not calling her a goblin. He's calling her, he's saying, a really I guess you're going to make like a Navy independent SEAL. woman who is. Oh, that's is, a totally who, different who take. Who is. But but he's saying is that the reason you're up for the role is because you shaved your head, but you had right. to shave your head for a different reason. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Like, but, but again, he's not yeah. saying this will see you as the next, you know, in that concentration camp. Yeah, whatever. exactly, exactly. That's why I was like looking, this looking forward just, to that World War II movie right. where you're it, <laughs> it's a, a prisoner. So just again, if we're really gonna pick apart and analyze the joke, but but it, yeah. but which I saying is not about the joke. Is that is was he using her to get to Will as opposed to just uh, writing uh, an interesting, saying, creative, like, take a deep smart joke about I, Will? I, I'm also mm-hmm. just saying let's take a deep breath also and just ask the question of like should or or how about this? I'll just posit being mindful about mm-hmm. using women as the out group in in comedy yeah. and the negative is, effects of that it is so what i what immediately came to mind for me shy is that social media via vines and snapchat and now um tiktok and instagram reels has added new like fire has added like oxygen has has put more life into this line of comedy because some of the most successful influencers and comedians are men black men acting like women and sort of portraying like the most annoying or the most stereotypical Mm -hmm. parts of women you know what I mean like how vain we are like how sensitive we are how um you know we sort of manipulate and and try to get men and and just all of these things I I say that and I risk putting myself out there to say that the idea of you know making fun of women or using women as the butt of a joke is not going anywhere in fact i think it has just you know reached new levels because of now the platforms that you can do it so that's my wow. opinion. that's First a whole all, I, other I, layer I I, I I i sort of like i feel like that's in some ways where we have to leave it i do appreciate you kind of going a little bit further in this further a little bit deeper and and sharing that perspective um and opening and, yourself up that way so yeah absolutely and, and if the slap has served any higher purpose then this is it this conversation mm-hmm. because no, like, we wouldn't be having this conversation otherwise now so here's one question at the very least my- you can have like an adult conversation about the stupidity that he did and unfortunate yeah. thing that he did then that's good my my question to my sisters is: Can we still make fun of mom on the podcast? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, no, I feel like we I have to know. balance it a bit more. We we love her so much. Our mom is the greatest. <laughs> just make sure we. I feel like we have to keep like more. You know, but and, and, and sure she say just as and, many nice things. And she, I, I definitely don't. I, I definitely think it was like next to mom is you that we make fun of shy. So <laughs> I'm like mom lie. is probably one of the it only women like I make office, fun of as much. Shy's office is booby trapped and his <laughs> desk is like the boss level of the booby trap where Uh-oh. if I move one centimeter in the wrong direction, you're gonna, I'm either gonna get bubbly water or over. I'm gonna spill an open club soda can over all of these electronics. <laughs> it's terrifying in here. So let's just let's end on this note of uh well we'll, we'll, we'll go around and do some recommendations but i'll end on i'll end the, the this heavier discussion with extraordinary gratitude to Cadenart because we Thank are so, so honored that you yeah. want to have this conversation with us and always 
make us smarter and challenge ourselves and, and, our and hope it makes li- our listeners smarter and I like think we think we did everyone a favor Having because looking you, at all the like stupid shit online makes you, makes you a smart like um, all the memes and, and, all like the dumb celebrity responses and stuff like it, it gets the whole the the more and, important parts of this get washed out and the and, and and the other thing i would say is to take a breath and say we love our mom she's the best <laughs> We, we wouldn't be the people we are without her. But and like you should, and then yeah, through mom, like that's never. Gonna no, 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 no. Happen. We don't make fun of. Yeah, that's a different. That's no. a whole different. They're different. Nice. Yeah, no, no. We make fun of mom for two reasons. Through One, mom, directly she's through mom. Hilarious. She's so funny. She, Kaylinard. <laughs> what's coming out later this week is maybe, Epic. and we're not making fun of her. She was on board with this. Is a video of my mom and Lily reacting. I'm I'm in worse shape than mom is in that video. It is the best thing you've ever seen. That's number one. I think right in your day. Number two is mom is in on the joke. And I think that is another key thing. Mm -hmm. Like when we go too far, mom tells us, but overall mom is in on the joke and it's why we love joking around with her. Um, uh, Before we wrap up, it's always also good to just talk and hear what people are watching. I'm going to start and say, I am watching life and death. Four episodes in, I love this show. This I'm is so Amy Schumer's, I, I think, really excited about it. finest work. It is nuanced. It is understated. Um, the, there, there's a Jewish cultural element that I think is really thoughtful and and interesting. Um, uh, it's not it's not integral to the story yet. It might get integral, but I I really loved the the flashbacks and the and the little sprinkles of that in it. And David Tell playing a totally insane rabbi in the second episode was great. Um, and then her group of friends um, played by, and I want to make sure I get all the names right, um, played by uh, Sass Goldberg um, and uh, Ariel Siegel. And then, and I really want to make sure I, um, Yamanika Saunders. They play her her best friends and I would like want to watch a show just about them. So Kidnard, you got to watch the show. I really want okay. to watch this show. I will. And it's just really about, this is about life and love and death. It's like it's a slice of life show. Um, okay. it's, it's really beautiful. What about you, Beck? Oh, I'm finally watching Inventing Anna. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, so good. You, so it's good. not making me want to be VIP. <laughs> 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 can't. I have never liked a minute of a Shondaland TV show, and I love that. I loved it's, every minute of Inventing. I just, I, I think it's so good. I don't know why I was thinking about it today. In fact, but I was just like, I don't know that I'm mad just, at Anna. No, I don't think you I don't think you have to decide that. I think the beauty of the show is that you don't have to be mad at anyone, but you either have to be so 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 smart to be rich or so 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 stupid. There's no in between. Like is there's no in between. There's like very few there's very few characters that are not terrible people like in in her story. eh? There's like the, the trainer is not Laverne Cox is like not a terrible person. And then maybe the videographer that goes to Morocco is maybe not a terrible person, but like otherwise, the, the, the like guy every, who's the murderer from Promising right, Young Women, exactly. He's a murderer, <laughs> but like pretty much everybody else, I'm like, feels like you deserve what you got. Like, what was coming I mean, to you? Like, you're all terrible it's, people. Yeah, it's a great. It, it was great though. I, um, I enjoyed watching that. So I'm glad you're watching that, Becky. What, what about you, Kidner? What are you watching? Um, <laughs> I'm rewatching Chernobyl. 
Wow. Because wow. quite the rewatch. wasn't brutal enough the first time. The first time? Really? And you know what? I don't like heavy things. I really avoid them. Like we discussed last time Jeez. we watched Yellow Jackets. I was just like, I'm not one that will, you know, opt to, to watch thrillers or anything, you know, too, too close to history. But um, Doug hadn't seen it. And I just, I just thought it was so well done um, that I, I just wanted to see it again. So there's that, but then to balance it out on Netflix, Young, Famous, and African, oh, it is yeah. pure trash. It's just okay. typical, I, I like, love it's, I love that you know, it's, it's the kind of reality where, like, you revel in the clothes and the It's like the, the, the one that Becky and I saw Bling at the Bling Empire. Oh. Yes. Oh, exactly okay. that. But set, set in um, Johannesburg. Johannesburg, right. Um, <laughs> so those two oh, things. Oh, that's, that's, that's all the wreck I need. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Becky and I, we, Becky, we have to get on that and text mm-hmm. each other constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, I'm just going to say that I am knees deep in Last Kingdom. Oh, oh, I'm not, I can't. I'm not like, up I on can't it. even. Valerie doesn't want to watch it. This is such an epic show. What is Last Kingdom? I've not heard of it. It is so good, Shy. This season it's, is it's like, a show about Vikings. It's a show about Vikings, no, but it's so much more than that. It's really, it has a lot of history. Really um, characters. It's like really, a lot about really like characters. this moment in history between the 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 christians and the danes and can trust my judgment because like her i was not on board with yellow jackets so i feel like if you know i didn't like it is a bit like there's like there's a lot of like last kingdom you can bludgeoning so they like i also think if you watch last kingdom the character like the character development is really good and the storyline is really good the other thing is if you watch the last kingdom which is it's about like the earliest foundings of england when the danes and the and the saxons were fighting over we're fighting over england but it it also really really makes you be like wow we kind of realize what was going to happen when they decided to get out of their borders and start colonizing other places because these guys are all awful doing awful things but the intrigue and the war and the palace it's it's like game of thrones without the dragons and breastfeeding dragons and based on real historical and it's like real historical borders and they it's based on real like they use real historical like facts and stuff so it's in, okay. i think it's interesting but also like the love stories are good and the guy the main actor is so hot oh my I god i feel like the love stories okay. aren't really i love them the, they're not a big part of the show but they're good but when, when they they're in the show them, they're good they bring the ships like when they, when, they when the ships are there they bring the ships and oof. there aren't very it's hard to keep me interested in a viking show five season in Seasons in, and well, you I watched am two Viking shows. You watched one no, more whole Viking one, show. Than I, we I I abandoned that one. That was not that one. Sorry, Josh. It was not good. Josh <laughs> recommended Vikings. it. Too many. Vikings. All right. Well, thank you to our amazing thank guest, Kate Enard. Uh, would you, you like people to follow you. you? Would you like people to follow you? Sure. Why not? Um, I am. I don't have any tweets, but I'm on Instagram. Cool. Katie underscore zucchini. You can find awesome. me there. All right, mm-hmm. Lily. T-T-C-H-I-C-H-I-K Gomez on Twitter. Becky Beck. At Paper BK Princess on Twitter. And you can follow me at Pancake and the Number Four Table. Friday Night Movie at Friday Night Movie 
to catch all of our shenanigans. Friday Night Movie Pod to sign up for our email newsletter that we promise you won't get any more than once a month. Probably, I mean, at this point, we're like, like we're down to like two a year, which yeah. is amazing. And then the theme music is by What Does It Eat? And uh, it was great talking to you. All right. Bye. Thank you so much. <laughs>